Babylon Pass. Total football. Julia, what's your club? Man United. Okay, Adil, what's your club? Chelsea. Okay. Sorry, what? Chelsea. What? Did you say? Did you say yeah, something? So you wave your hand. I, I heard. I heard racists. Okay. Sorry. You the Ronaldo fanboy. Shamhan, what's your no, club? Fuck you, man. <laughs> Hey, Cardi, what's your club? Newton Heath. Newton Heath. Oh, okay. Ooh. And lost so bad. What is your club? I said it's Newton Heath. Why is she not called? <laughs> Bro, it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not the name of the club anymore. That was like, yeah, like, like two centuries Cardi, ago. With the whole reason we have you on this podcast is for equality, okay? Yeah, I know. I figured you'd say something like that, Jibi. He hasn't made any impact in the last year and a half. Just like, yeah, such a sad life. He has to take it out. On the bench. So at at one time he was on level with Hazard. He was right. Oh, yeah, he was so good. I chose him over Hazard. Not over skill, but like. And were like playing really good together at one point, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Sixteen, I think, when like. Ozil got like 16 assists in like in the first half of the oh, season. Yeah, yeah. Sanchez was like on yeah. fire that season, man. He got. Like, I don't know what happened. Uh, he went to Manu and he I, was, out of nowhere, it's just like nothing now. Bro, yeah. I genuinely don't think that it's the pressure, Sanchez. bro. It's the pressure of playing for Manu. That's why. Manu. Sure, sure. Even the numbers were bro. That's what happened, you know. Exactly. Numbers. I don't know. He let him pass. Which is like, even though no matter how bad Arsenal gets, they're like an attacking <laughs> team, right? They yeah. they focus on like an attacking side of football. He yeah. left that to United, okay? United is shit. Okay, at the United time, is fucking shit, right? Yeah, exactly. Wash it. At that time, wash it. At the it's worse. Okay. Time, okay, okay, okay. Shaman, Shaman. Okay. At the time, at the time, okay. never shit. Now also they are shit, but we won't talk about that. At that time, they were shit. I mean, yeah, I agree. Like we, okay, at that time, the team that that was shit. I mean, we didn't have any impact players. I think the only player that had had was Pogba, right? But even he had this. <laughs> Where uh, did Pogba? <laughs> Where was you know, Pogba's you impact? Know, you know what he did? No, I, I did think <laughs> that Pogba is a great player, but he didn't have any good players around him to play well. You know, like if he was at yeah. a better club, like maybe like at Juventus, he was really good, right? So maybe he was think, at, you know, Barca or Real or Bayern or whatever, he'll be like a really good player. Exactly. He yeah, needs, he was on the three midfield, right? He needs two other complementary midfielders, like he had Perlo and he had uh, Marquisio, yeah. right? Yeah, he had Perlo and Marquisio and Vidal uh, and all that at Juventus. Pogma so he needs, needs two midfielders, like one that will like kind of let him go forward and one that will like let him, so even though he's like physical and mm-hmm. stuff, for a really physical player, he's more creative than he is defensive. Yeah. No, he's so, not defensive at all. If you look at his work play, compared to yeah, exactly. other midfield, it's, it's very he's, bad. He's like a creative, more attacking player, which is weird considering he's like busy. And he's so, like a hybrid, you know? Like, he's uh, like so a Yaya Toure. Yeah, Yaya Toure. Yaya Toure. No, but he, he, he looked super lazy, bro, when he was playing. Have you seen him play, right? Like, you yeah, know, lethargically walking, but then yeah, boom, yeah. when he gets the ball. That's his That's just how he plays. So, even Pogba, yeah, I haven't he... seen him fully run. Like, he's just there. 
but like yeah, he seems very honest like watching this video about uh, like pogba versus uh, real madrid when uh, in 2014 when you know we got juventus uh, in the uh, group stages yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. when the side pogba was running the game it was really fucking good yeah yeah and because like same players since he went to man but you know for france you can see that he's still the same there like it's about like yeah. players he has around not about that he like he's not a bad player no, he, and if he has even money he can play No, he's yeah. not a bad player, but he's not like he's not as good as he's not as good as United fans rate him to be. Like United fans. No, okay, okay. So if you look at the good. midfielders, okay, midfielders that you that we have right now in the world, top tier midfielders, right? Okay, what do you look for in a midfielder? Not Pogba. Tell me. Tell me. I mean. For me, Pogba is. I mean, you can't have everything in one player, but. Exactly. I mean, no. If you are good at something, really good at something, you can excel, right? But at the same time, you need your complementary piece as well. I mean, yeah, for like maybe De Bruyne and Fernandinho. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's because no, De Bruyne plays it. It it's a different. It's it's again like it's mostly due to the. Team you play in, like the t- style you play in a- in the team. Yeah. United have played like so many different styles under Mourinho, and then like now yeah, Oli has been Oli has well, come in and now he started experimenting. And sometimes it works. He started to like get Martial and Rashford in, and now yeah. they're like even, starting even, to even Rashford. Like, Rashford is yeah. I think yeah, but now, now, now he's finally like getting there. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's no. bulked up so much more. He's gone through there, you know, the, the scrawny Ronaldo to uh, like big Ronaldo. He's gone through that phase. Pogba is overrated. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying he's not. No, good. it's, it's not, just that it's just on. that people. I'm not saying he's not good, huh? James, James is like James Ones. But I, I'm saying yeah. I'm, I'm saying I'm James having James a bad day because of Pogba. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's not top three. It's he's raining today because it's Pogba. He's not top three. He's not top five. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't really expect you to. Okay. I wouldn't really expect you to like rate him that much because you yeah, honestly no, most no, people no, don't no, haven't no, even no, seen him play that much. Yeah, actually, he's been missing for quite a while. Yeah, yeah so like this whole season, where has he been? Yeah, he was over for a comeback and then he injured his foot again. So he had to. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, it, it's a very like uh, hard topic too. And the but, other thing is, after, since he left Juventus, he never really passed that level. He never really matched that level even. So he never really got better as a player. He's yeah. like, yeah. that he's still that same player, but he's perform underperforming. No, yeah. one thing that I've noticed is he's very inconsistent. Because I've been watching Manu for, I mean, he's been playing right. There are games where he bosses the whole play, but next there are certain games where he's non-existent. And yeah. it's like, like one game he plays well, and he thinks the next game okay, fine. Since I played the last game, I'm just. It's like that. When you look at his physical characteristics, a player that big, strong, and he's not slow either. He's decent pace, okay? He has yeah. decent pace. With that, you can't be non-existent, especially if you play midfield. You can't get. Yeah, that's true. At least on the attack, if you're isolated, in defense you should be doing something. You should be at least tracking back every game. See, Kante, dude, Kante, he's he's literally like five six, okay, and he has crazy stamina. But if he if he didn't make a single pass in a game, if he didn't make a single pass, a single cross, not even one attacking like contribution, 
you still notice him. He very rarely goes like missing in a game. Yeah, like, like no, he makes an impact. I think if you're in midfield, you need to make an impact, like yeah. every game. And yeah, if you have physical characteristics, then you have no excuse. Yeah, it's, it's just that like physicality, especially. I feel like he should be making more effort, like in a defensive sense. You know, I mean, he's a tall guy, he's a big guy. He should be able to like do something. Oh, bro, like. Uh, if you look at from an athlete's point of view, right? He's a damn good athlete at six four. Yeah, you know, too strong, can run fast, very uh, agile, right? I mean, if he can put all of those things together and be cons- consistent, then yeah, he can be a top five midfielder, top three midfielder in the world. But that's why he lacks that consistency. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's so next, season, next season. Next season, there's What would yeah. Manu's ideal formation be if Pogba is? Um, Let's say go um, to Boston midfield. I would okay. So I, we've been um, playing. I think it should be four three three. Yeah. Four three three. Dude, one attacking. So ideally, Bruno Fernandes should be attacking, right? Yeah. 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 and a holding midfielder who's who will stay back. For example, we have Matic, yeah. but he's. So it'll probably Fernandez, Pogba here, and then Fred yeah. or McTominay. Yeah. It's and because so like, it's either Fred, McTominay, or McTominay, I think he's still young to start regularly. Still learning. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but I think he can still play as a DM because like this, this season, yeah, yeah, he can. there's it's been so many instances where he's been phenomenal as a DM, if, especially like, like he, against he's more the, of a matches like, against City and uh, if you guys have watched uh, you know Sergio Busquets in 2000 from 2009 right 9 10 season when they won the Champions League against Man United like he, where he played this yeah. uh, game it's very it's an intangible thing that he has he's he's a very tech he's very technical like uh, he's got that yeah. very good technique for some for you don't you don't really expect it but like exactly. uh, if you watch him play sometimes, like his his uh, his low balls and stuff, like his distribution yeah, yeah. is is very nice, and I think like so, Mourinho wasted him quite a lot. Like he played him in C centre back sometimes, and like he just let him out and like told him to do something. But I think bro, like Mourinho did the so many thing, things. So many players, bro. I think we can have a session just on Mourinho. <laughs> oh God! I'm the, the good thing about this season is that like uh, I think. All he knows what the expectations are, or like he, he has very low expectations, and he's just trying to like figure out what's going on. And I think he's doing no, a good I job. Like he's, he's in the sense um, for the past few weeks, right before the season ended, we kind of found an identity. You know, where we want to head. For example, we had Bruno Fernandes, right? That's flair there. Like if we had watched Manuel before, like before, we had we had this long slump. That fire, like every game, you would give it your all. You know. You had that yeah. sense of uh, yeah. even when we were losing, we knew that there was something at the end. But mm. for the past 2013, no, no, it's been absolute shit. Mm. But in the past before the season, we kind of saw that fire in players. They say it was single-handedly because of Bruno Fernandes. You know his attitude I, towards I, the game. Yeah, now, no, I think like it, it was uh, sort of like an induction effect. You know, when like a new player comes yeah. in and like he instantly yeah, exactly. uh, like gets gets on with it. Like other players obviously like start to compliment that and they start. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, playing, playing at their very best level as well, right? Because exactly. they see it there so, and they they're motivated to do that as well. So, I think they're going in the right direction. 
and like it's a younger team now who are like they have no like recollection of like how, how what the glory days are like or whatever so they know what they can do and yeah, yeah right. they can um, they I, mean, I think only right now has when they were yeah yeah of course they know but what they, they know what they were that, they haven't played in that uh, yeah. era to get comfortable it's like exactly. they were to get that success so even like greenwood and all yeah it just it, it, it's it's a sort of like um, you know what you're you're playing for the club now. Yeah. You're young when you're young when you're like either if you come through the academy or like if they've trusted you from and they brought you in from a small team like Daniel James or like Aaron Van Bissaka, they you know like they've placed that trust in you. Even Maguire yeah. for some reason like because he stepped up as well as like captain. Bro, I think the epitome of Mark Manuel at least should be looked into this bugger, Brandon Williams. Have you seen him play? Exactly, yeah, 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 of course. Exactly. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's what we are looking for, right? I mean, he's just, he's, I think he's five foot six or seven. And he yeah. plays, like, every time he goes out onto the field, he plays like it's, it's his last game. You know, he's very young. But, so those kind of things you should look for in a player. So I think, in terms of that, what we've seen the past few months, because you know it, it's been going in the right direction. Let's yeah. see. Hopefully next season, you know, if this yeah. season continue. No, I, I definitely think um, Oli has like gotten them playing at that level, like the, this crop of players. Yeah, yeah. So, like I don't know, like tactically as a, as a manager, he's probably not the best. So like no, no, maybe no, no. eventually no, you, you, you can like he just dropped the dice, bro. Like few games that we won. Yeah, he, he's just it's pure luck. I mean, it's not like he's yeah. a master. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, so like, once you get the players playing at their very best, I think eventually after a season or two, you can. Uh, uh, Next season, do you think Manuel add any yeah. new players? Um, they should. I, I, they should, but it's going to be pretty difficult after what's going to happen. I mean, we have the money, honestly, we do, but going out and buying Sancho for hundred million pounds, it's not realistic right now. It's not going to be something. Which they do, but honestly, recruitment. We need. But you really need a winger. I would. I mean, yeah, if, if a right winger would be uh, ideal. Yeah, I don't think Daniel James is a long-term uh, factor to what we had. Let's say Valencia or Giggs or whatever. I think we need someone more assertive. He's good. He's good on the counter. He's not good when. In, uh, when teams play back, he didn't have that tricks and skills. He has, he has a lot to learn, basically. Yeah. He has to adapt so to I, Yeah, right midfield wise, yes, we need a right winger. We are looking at. You really need a right winger. Like, Yola saying playing uh, Martial on the left, Rashford down the middle, and uh, right winger, yeah. I think Martial should play up front, Rashford on the left wing. No, control is Sorry? Doesn't control I I was thinking uh Rashford has like pace to burn. He has crazy like a really good work ethic, okay? Yeah. So he's gonna get a bit wasted on the wing. Yeah, no, the problem is uh, so attacking back, won't... right? Marshall is he has his games, yeah, he's uh He's into it, and some games he's, he's come yeah, out of it. I, I, no. Yeah. You know how Rooney and Ronaldo played? Just below yeah. each other. 
when uh, Ronaldo played like a kind of RS, Ronaldo, uh, Rooney played a LS, but it was kind of yeah. like Ronaldo and Rooney behind him. Yeah. I think. So that uh, he played uh, 4 4 2, right? 4 4 yeah, 2. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I think, hold up, hold up. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you how this thing. Like, if if you can put Rashford up up top with Martial just behind him, okay? Yeah. Now there's a yeah. four mid, there's four midfielders, yeah. Let Bruno Fernandez be up yeah. as a let really high ten. Pogba yeah. as a, a very high CM, okay? We get that deep CDM and another CM, so it's not going to have like a traditional shape. Yeah. But the midfield balance is going to be there. You all just need two players for that. The two centre mids. So if you put McTominay yeah. as one, you need another. Like if you can get like a full-on CDM or full-on Kante as player that will just run. Yeah. Like you need players that will win the ball, yeah. that will get the ball, like in that position. So if you have it like that, I think that that will work really well. The then like you all could adapt it to like with the to a 4-3-3 when you are lead with injuries and stuff with players like uh, Greenwood who can come in, Daniel James who can come in and like those players can like play like they can come in for minutes like for Rashford yeah. because Rashford is going to become a player who's if he's not already that player who needs to play like every game like he's not no, that yeah. young yeah. He's, yeah. he's stepped it up to the point where he can play so but also, he has to be rested, as you could see from yeah, this that's season. What I'm saying. Where he, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, you need you need to give him, like, rest times and, like, other yeah. players' minutes as well. James and, like, balance like, that out so he doesn't involved. get injured as well. So, in, yeah. the attacking, yeah. in the attacking sense, I don't think you'll need players. I think it's just the defense you'll need to yeah. Like, CDMs, defense along but the back line. Fred, Fred has improved as a... He plays a CDM role, yeah? Or CM role. Yeah, yeah but... I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure whether he can like be the number one player for that spot. You get what I mean? No, bro. It's like same thing again with consistency. Like, I there are games where he plays really. His interceptions are really good. He's quick. He's nimble. You know, for his size. But there are games where he he just gives it away very too easily. Yeah. So right now, no. Like he he can be a squad player. He can be like the first choice. The problem with this is. I think uh, as a backup to Bruno Fernandes, y'all can honestly use Lingard. Like if, 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 <laughs> hold up, hold up, don't laugh at me. Like if he gets his shit together and plays like he can. The problem is that dude can play decently, but he can't be like your number 10. Sorry, I think I missed oh, that. No. What the fuck? I zoned up for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when I heard Lingard, okay. Okay, that's true. Honestly, for the past three seasons, he's been playing like our first choice number 10. That's yeah. absolutely bullshit. And he, <laughs> and he can't cut it. But when he when he plays like as a sub, as a player, who is not your predominant, like this thing, like when he plays, yeah. there are some games where he'll be like, Really good. Okay. Yeah, I know. I've seen the game. Yes, exactly. I think. But he can't be consistent. He can't be. He doesn't have that level of skill in him. So, and without without kicking Lingard out and getting another player in, especially because how much he loves the club and all of that, those are all plus points. You can keep no, him in as a problem. Is, yeah, that's not true. I mean, are we talking about Lingard? 
yeah, yeah, they're good. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, what, I, I, I understand what what James is saying. It's because like he's had to step up to to reach a level where like because we haven't really had a sort of proper midfield for like I don't know consecutive three three or four seasons, and like yeah. at times he's been good because he's a decent player, I guess. As, but yeah. he's a he's a squad player. He's not, yeah, he's not he's like a starting but, number ten. But he's getting paid hundred thousand like, pounds uh, a week. But at times, gold player. Okay, don't talk, talk about that. Yeah, right I mean, that's, that's the life of it. That's the life. <laughs> that's the life. life of football, I guess. Yeah, I different can't really story. Different that. story. So, um, <laughs> say, but, but yeah, I'm yeah. Say, like, like anything to Lingard about the fact that he earns. Like, would, would he would he be a starting <laughs> player if he went to like a mid mid table club? Would he be like good? Yeah, probably. He'd yeah, be definitely. Great, like, he'd be starting player. He'd be really good. He can play for like a table, but for Manu, I, I don't think he's. Yeah, yeah, of course. So he, he, he's, um, he's been good at occasions, but I, I don't think he's been like exceptional. People say. But even for, uh, like James said, for him to be a rotation player, is it worth for Manu to keep paying him 100,000 pounds a week just to be a rotation player or get rid of him for like 10 uh, million? You can look at it in several ways. Yeah. Right? You can look at I'm it sure like the cost of, like say, say what's going to be the difference between the amount you spend okay, on the player to replace him and that was player salary and like the long term years, like which will be more cost effective. Like you might be paying him 100,000, right? But then to yeah. buy a whole yeah. year and pay him a salary. For yeah, so many, uh, it might be cheaper to keep doing that, and like you have to, uh, you, you have to understand the fact that it's like it's United, and uh, when players like, come to United, they're obviously expecting a higher wage. It's like the, the nature of the club. Yeah, any big club is like that, honestly. So it's, but it's like at this like point, it's like it might be cheaper for them to keep paying him a hundred thousand for a couple more years, and yeah. more their youth, which is happening on Dole. And he can play like, okay, like he can play yeah, FA uh, Cup games, like the first, yeah, yeah, he can play like yeah. FA Cup games. He can play. He can play the league cup, FA Cup. Yeah, he's but, like uh, it's good to have like players who are with good. With good yeah, technique. but do you think he would want to stay playing on like yeah. that, or he'd yeah. be better off yeah. But I, I saw this report I mean, where he is now uh, Mino Raiola's um, is his agent. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, let's take back everything we just said. Okay. <laughs> 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 that uh, <laughs> the report said whoever <laughs> takes Raiola as an agent wants to leave the club. And find well, a new he club. has been the club. He has some sort of knock up, I don't know what. But no. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I mean you can keep him. You can keep him. You can like at this point. No Playing well. The problem is there's one like and he's just getting a lot of hate, right? So if you if switch it up to the point where the club is doing well, he's contributing to the clubs doing well, like by playing the FA Cup games, by rotation, okay? And he feels like he's contributing and he's not getting hate like he is now. Like I don't see what reason he has to leave. Like yeah. You can say game time, but like he's gonna leave to play if you see that, I don't think I don't think he'd leave. Um, like if he's he was getting less game team. time, he's not yeah. gonna. Yeah, I don't think he can. I think, I think he's. Yeah. Like, I think he's he's happy with the at the place he yeah. is right now. 
because he can always move and play more like in a few years you get it because anywhere in Chile he'll have to move his best chance of winning trophies is there it's not like fucking Madrid, Barcelona, City, Liverpool like no club is going to come for him like and I don't think he's going to go to Serie A or Juventus or anything like that okay from a professional point of view right would you rather stay at a club which you played for I mean, for the past few years, but right now you're not going to get any playing time. I think moving forward, him and Res Pereira are out of the picture in terms of having yeah. regular playing time. I think Andre would is definitely Or would you move some mid-table club where you can you can play well? And in all honesty, if you play well for a mid-table team, there's even a chance of getting called up for England, right? But look at Everton. You know, those clubs, there are players who can play for England. So. Yeah, that's a good you point. Do that. you take yeah, I mean, I mean, look, look at, look at Andres Pereira. Like he was, he was um, not doing that well, but he like he went on loan to Valencia and he was yeah. fairly decent in in that Valencia team. Who's like at the time wasn't the best, and yeah, he was pretty good as a winger as well. Like, yeah, and he's like a very versatile that. player as well because like exactly. he, he can play like in centre mid and like on the wing. Yeah, yeah, he was. It, it's fine to have like those sort of players uh, to build up the squad because you need those type of players basically. Like, like look at James Milner, like, uh, players like that. It's just important to have those type of players. Like as soon as uh, like if there's an injury crisis or there's a sort of, uh, I don't know, like when you lose a lot of players at the same time, it's easy to just put them in during a game and then see the game out. So, to uh, yeah. go back to Shaman's question, shall we all like take turns and answer that? But what we do uh, wh- and uh, what our reason would be for making which what decision we make. Shaman, can you repeat your question? Yeah. So, so as a professional player, right, would you want to stay in a club where you've been playing for the past few years? You've had success, but right now the club's not looking into your future, like you're not going to be in their plans. Whereas you, you can go into go to a mid-tier club where honestly they'll get more playing time. Also, as well as the chance to play for England, they have a more opportunity. Like obviously you have to play more, right? So playing for Everton or a place like that, honestly you, you can get a chance to play for England. Yeah. So would you want that, or would you stay in a club where honestly there's no future for you? What do you guys think? You're in a little tech turn. Guru Nasat, let's go with my <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd probably move clubs, um, to be honest. If I've already played there and I've had like, if, it depends like if I've had a fair bit of success or not. Like if I've uh, won the league or like if I've won a once a there. It, it, it's, it's come to, it comes out a question like which club I go to and then which, uh, which league it is as well. So like, uh, yeah, I'd probably go and, and okay. Let's say yeah, Watford yeah, came calling for you. Yeah, yeah. And which team? Which team? Which team am I, which team am I in? And, and United. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're all in that. Watford comes in yeah. for you, and uh, oh, Manu okay. wants Dokore in return. Do you think it's a fair offer? Uh if I'm linker, I'd stay. <laughs> but like, if I was like any, if I was any other player, I'd probably go. We'll say you go Lingard. You're in Lingard's position. You're pretty much Lingard. Okay. What would you do? But I mean, Watford's not a bad team because. Uh, I think I'd go. Delafayo is kind go. of prospering under Watford. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, one thing you should look into as is the time that he has left. For example, Linga is 28 now. Yeah. 27. He's I mean, he's not going to get any. He's not going to get any more better offers. Yeah, exactly. 30. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to. So it's that's the main point. For example, you see players going to MLS and all those things. People who are late in okay. their career, right? So past 28 years old, footballing fine declines unless you're Ronaldo or Messi or someone who's in tip-top shape. So for any player, 28 years, you know, they're not going to look into look to go to any better club. So it depends on yeah. where you are. You know, Career, you know, yeah. the age, right? yeah. I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna be like, uh, I would stay at the club, but I would definitely request a loan. Like I'd get a loan mm. to a mm-hmm. club, so I do get to play. I do get playing time, so I can. Uh, like Shaman, your point about England, it's valid, but the thing is, there's a lot of issues with that. You got to realize that he is 28. And mm-hmm. England's team is a young team. They're trying to like... Yeah, yeah. right now it's a transition period. You have uh, players like Mason Mount. Uh, who's the guy Madison, from... Jack, Grealish. Jack, uh, uh, Madison, Jack, you've got Grealish. Uh, Grealish. Grealish. Who can't yeah. buy a place in the Even team Green right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> and no, so I'm talking about Cam. I'm talking about Cam. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like just in that position. Oh, that is think about it. There is like a lot of competition. So, you yeah, yeah. would I, like I would definitely not leave. I would definitely not leave the club. Okay, I would go out on loan, get playing time, and see if I can actually maybe get. Uh, or would you um, be remembered as a okay player at the tail end that of your manual career you were mediocre? Or would you be remembered as someone who had, who had good times in manual? Went to another club, had some success. No, I, but mean, I feel like Lingard has a lot of hate just because of his Instagram antics. <laughs> yeah, I don't, the thing is, I don't know if another club will will want that from Lingard because the entire Premier League talks shit. So if he doesn't mm. go to Premier League, he has to go to a different club. Yeah. So yeah, if I was him, I would go out on loan. Yeah. If I knew that, I'm not going to get go out on loan. I do have like a breakthrough season that will help me play more my, my last few seasons more in United. Or what I do is go out on loan consistently, you know, like till I have the best chance of playing, or till like I no longer have good mid-table clubs coming for me. Then like I'll spend a season or two more in United to help with like experience to play to have some few mem- like a few memories. Okay. And then I'd move to like a either retire United or move to like a retirement league. Because the way I think, if I was a professional footballer, I wouldn't want to stop playing. So I'd keep playing, but like I'd have that those final years in United, where actually I'm at an age where I can't play. You get it? I need yeah. to be at that age where I can't play regularly in the Premier League. If I'm an age where I can't play regularly in the Premier League, I'll move to I'll go to a local club where I can play and get my football. But I'll always stay with the club, so that it's like if you get sold from United, you can't get bought back by United. But if you get loaned out, you can always come back. If something changes, if Bruno leaves, if you know I play amazing, they want me back. It's like I always have that that uh, route back in. Can I interrupt? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kadi, are you wearing makeup? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I did. I put it on before. <laughs> 
I started my yeah. assignment because I was really bored. Adil, you you want to know what I did? Okay. Yeah. You were like, bro, let Zoom call starting. I like, ah shit, I need to pay. I went, wash my face for the first time today, brush my teeth because I knew I'd be talking, <laughs> and put a T-shirt on. <laughs> Mm. Okay, and so proud, so proud. I do it to like distract yes. myself. My sister and I have like this tendency to procrastinate by putting on makeup and ignoring our problems. So, I just want to point out that Khadija put on makeup, okay, to keep her face like this. <laughs> okay, I didn't put makeup on this wall. I told you I put it on procrastinate gonna, for my problem. Are you gonna take that? You shouldn't. You shouldn't take that on the stage. Saman. Why don't you repeat the question to Kadi? Okay. Yeah. All right. So we were talking about um, Lingard, right? How he's been, you know, sidelined for the past uh, few months or so. So do you think that as a player, would you want to stay at Man United uh, and be remembered as a mediocre player who had a decline at the end, end of your career, or would you want to move to another club, a mid a, a mid tier club like Everton? To start to restart your career. Oh, awesome. Talking in the lens of her player, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. So you take into consideration the age and whether how how much impact you've had at the former club at Man United. Or yeah, so taking all that into consideration, do you think he should stay back or he should go somewhere else? Look for I don't know. I think part of the problem is how much he gets paid. Like if he. Oh, took no. a- if- if you were in guard, if you were no, in no, guard. I know, I know. So, like, in order, like, you know, like, I have, I'm in guard, okay? So, I have, like, a quite sizable, like, salary coming in every week, wages, whatever you want to call it. And the fans don't think I'm earning my wages. They think I'm, like, you know, I'm just riding off of, like, Rashford's coattails. And just because I've been at the academy since I was a kid, like, I'm just, like, I'm just here. Like, I'm just collecting a weekly wage and just being on social media and doing nothing. So if I really wanted to like stay at the club, like which I did do because it's like my boyhood club and all and prove it because like, you know, there have been moments where Lingard has like come through and scored in like big moments and like actually done what he's supposed to. I'd like take a pay cut. I'd like, you know, I'd initiate a pay cut myself, try to prove myself to the fans and stuff like that and say, okay, I'm not messing around. No, I'm serious. Like, you know, if, if you're a boyhood player and you want to like. Do you, do you really expect people to take pay cuts at this time? I mean, honestly, I players mean, what not... exactly? Okay, this is me going to make it. I like capitalist start. How much do you think a player needs to survive on every week? Okay, really? But how much? That, that's you... all. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, oh no, I don't have a hundred and thirty-five thousand pounds a week anymore. I am basically homeless. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, you in dollars, not pounds. A <laughs> hundred and thirty-five pounds is even more than dollars. Yeah. yeah, I know. You'll probably have double the money. <laughs> so, so, like, anyways, they're moving I own, on. Like, okay. I earned 90,000 yeah. pounds a week. Yeah. My world is over. Please I can't, quiet. like, buy a car. Khadija, we will keep you from this uh, podcast. <laughs> Guys, just saying, there are three this Man U fans is, on this podcast right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, 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 this is a very, um, this is a very biased uh, topic. No, I'm being serious. But, um, yeah. So, like, the details are that it's a 380 million takeover, right? So, it's just pocket money for that guy. Right? Yeah. I think so, it was more than uh, that. Oh, he's just 20 million short of buying Pogba. 
<laughs> why do you think why do you think Madrid haven't bought him yet? <laughs> his value is 80 million without his debt. Then his social media goes down. Wow, yeah. Yumi, you're actually wearing the sh- shirt. I'm impressed. Yeah. Are we going to bully Khadija over her accent? Okay, this is just how I talk. If we are bullying Khadija over her accent, we have to bully Durana as well. I've always talked like this. No, you haven't. No, no, it, it's gonna. Uh, the thing is, like, it's gonna be like a three hundred eighty million takeover. Uh, I'm talking about dollars, so roughly about how much is that? Three hundred pounds? Three hundred million pounds? Not bad. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, I, I think don't quote me on that. Okay, I'm, I'm not like a, an economist like Cuddy. Uh, if you could buy, if you could buy one player for. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is like the, the main the main problem the main problem right now is, is that like um, like ten years ago, like a decade or two ago, when when you know when City were like pumping in cash and they could buy players like re- revamp the whole squad, the, because of FFP regulations, which is like financial fair play regulations, teams can't do that anymore. So uh, to, to actually like revamp a whole squad and buy these like really expensive players, you have to increase the revenue first. So to exactly. do that, you need to actually like make your club um, better. Exactly. And like, yeah, I think, <laughs> it's, I it's think just like, yeah, yeah. Well, Mike actually, out with all the negative things that's been happening, he has all actually like increased the revenue over the past few years. It, it's like, uh, it, he's had a stable revenue over there. There's like a, Think like a two hundred million revenue at the club right now. How sure so, are you of that? I'm just quoting the values uh, on like. Okay, because that seems a bit sketch because he owns Sports yeah. Direct. And... Yeah, exactly. No, because, because of that, yeah, because of Sports Direct, like he's an advertised Sports Direct all over the the city of Newcastle, and like he's made sure like they're they're getting a revenue because of Sports Direct. So in terms of that, it's there, but he's also like a very shit owner, and like he's made sure like. Uh, he, he's always had his way and stuff. So to increase the revenue of the club, I think you have to play better football. To play better football, you have to get a footballing director. You have to get a manager who plays their style. And then I think the, they the team spend, according to that. You can spend and invest in the club, but not on players so much. Like they can spend on a manager. They can spend on like the, the yeah. infrastructure of the club and make it better, like getting a proper system. Maybe they're even the academy, all of that. But for players, they might need to wait like properly buy some players but uh, the other hand is they might just fucking go and buy Mbappe or something like that mm. and, uh, and just get banned from Europe for like two seasons or something they so are fine I and I like, but do you think Mbappe will say yes okay no. Jimmy no. so are you like advocating something like when Potts first came to like Tottenham like you know not buying and trying to like you know develop what you already have or like a Southampton-esque model are you like advocating something like that? I'm saying if they really want to make the Newcastle thing work they should probably do something similar to what Southampton did because the problem with Southampton was they had an amazing team but they couldn't like retain them because they couldn't pay them enough they couldn't have a big enough squad to have like squad rotation to do well in Europe, they couldn't add to that team. They made a good team, but they couldn't make it a great team because they lacked a lot. So with Newcastle, 
if you make a good team by that time you would have enough leverage in to like net like start paying for players start buying players and they, you can definitely pay their salary you get what i mean yeah even then for oh. money you need to be so so uh, so according to Forbes, um, the team value of Newcastle United is at three hundred eighty-one million dollars. Uh, yeah, uh, which is roughly about two hundred ninety-six million pounds, uh, according to May twenty nineteen, and the revenue is at two hundred forty million dollars, and the operating income is like uh, seventy-nine million dollars, and they have a zero percent debt, and they get you know everything else like. Image rights and all, so it's, they have a decent infrastructure. But like in terms of like the footballing infrastructure, I doubt they do because I like, mean, even in clubs like United or like in clubs like Arsenal right now, the the footballing infrastructure with like a footballing director or like a uh, actual staff is is quite limited. So yeah. once they get that running, I think they're like a they're Wolves kind of thing. thing. Yeah, sure, but Wolves is like a different story. <laughs> no, but like as in like Wolves, their structure is really good because they've got like Mendes. Yeah, exactly. the, yeah like, because of Mendes, yeah, because of George Mendes. But, but like, yeah, so, sort of, yeah. Even like if you take City as an example, before they brought Pep in, they made sure they they got uh, the most of the people he worked with. They made sure their mm -hmm. academy was like up to up to standard, and they. Had a very good infrastructure, in the and team. now they're actually producing good players from the exactly. Yeah, so before they got Pepin, I think they did a good job there. So, wait, is it Pepin or just Pep? Pep, Pep. He said brought Pep in. Pepin. Oh, okay. I kept hearing Pep. I was like, huh. Yeah, yeah no, so, guys, just yeah. to like hypothetical, like you're playing FIFA manager mode, okay? Hmm. So, to make you can buy one player, any one player for Newcastle. Forget FPL, forget all of that. Won't be an issue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you need to think of it in terms of firstly how it will affect the team's performance, like the team's morale, and like uh, like that player's brand value, like Pogba, or like basically his no, but his his off the pitch brand value is really high because of like his. Instagram, like he brings in an Instagram problem as much as yeah. he gets, he gets a lot of like support as well. Mm. So, uh, look are at we also, like good, uh, one player. Sorry, yeah, is it does it have to be realistic? Like, is it a realistic option? No, I, no, you can you say, can, you can buy okay. Well, argument sake, we're taking off Messi and Ronaldo, yeah, okay. Firstly, like, anyways, that wouldn't be a good idea long term. Mm. But they yeah. would, they won't, they're not going to be there that much long term. But uh, forget Messi and Ronaldo, any other player? Yeah. Who would you go for? Straight away, you think of Kylian, Kylian Mbappe, right? That's the first, first name. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably the first person you, that comes to your mind, right? Young. And uh, if it's like a, yeah, if it's like a, Realistic option uh, that would probably yeah. be like the, the the option that anyone would go for. Well, you would build your team um, around him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And then but, put the pieces yeah. together. Okay, yeah. before before we get into that, uh, are there yeah, but, um, 
I, I think I put everyone in a in a spot there because I just like said. But I, I mean, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to. So yeah. currently, their team. Let me share my screen. Okay. Yeah, it, it's because like I think players like this will be like they can come in and improve the team straight away. A player like Amari. But maybe we can talk about players who like who may like fit the system at the moment and who I still mean, improve. They have Almiron and Saint Maxim on the wing, and if they bring, it, I mean Almiron's been decent. Yeah, yeah. Maxim's been decent too. If at all, I'd go for either a strike change or. But like those, don't you think if you bring like a player like that, like you know, one who has this like big like ego surrounding him and like this big aura and like presence, don't you think like that might affect other players, like you know, like negatively yeah. in a way? Yeah, for sure. But like they would be like once everyone asked, you get all of that. So yeah, yeah. I don't think one player would actually work. You know, with things like. Newcastle, you need like more players. Yeah, obviously, obviously. Yeah, yeah. For sake of discussion, choose one player. Oh, there we go. Because you know he has brand name. He has a high name. Yeah. Got it. I don't know. I'd go for someone like up and coming, like Haaland. Yeah, I mean Haaland is not a bad. He's a very good upgrade on Joe Linton at the moment. Yeah, definitely. I think. The problem with Newcastle more than anything is their strike or midfield. Midfield, when I say the yeah, field. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're either their midfield and their, their strike options. Yeah. Uh, Jay, who you go for? Yeah. I, who are the current strikers that are watching it? Apart from Haaland. I mean, uh, are you talking about young ones or just people who are like, Doing oh, really I, good I right like, now. I like Dybala a lot. I might go for Dybala. Dybala? Okay, fine. I mean, he already wears black and white. Because he so, can play a bit of both. A, a cam and a... See, yeah, like a but he's not a striker. That's that as well. Anyways, I was... For Bans, I was going to be like... Because you can get him back in black and white and see if he was any good. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh You'd be like, it's practical Juventus. Okay, but. Really? I'm a fan. Maybe you're turning it to Sunas. It's a bit of Sunas. Adi, can you. Can yeah, you the, whole, the podcast started with. No, no, like, wait, wait, uh, wait. I'll actually go for Jaden Sancho. Who? Mm, yeah, yeah. Sancho. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah I, I think, like, yeah, of course. Um, because, yeah. I think long term he'll be really good, and he's yeah. the kind of player to work hard. Attitude wise, so far he's been good, and I feel like Mbappe, his attitude is good at going. Yes, <laughs> I think uh, Mbappe is, is is already established as like you know in, yeah. in that bracket of superstar. So he's obviously gonna be and, demanding and plus, sort of. Uh, plus, if you look at it from like. Uh, like sheer England legend, Newcastle legend, right? Yeah. And you bring in Sancho, and you have potential to make him an England legend and a Newcastle legend. But what if What if Kane makes a move? <laughs> Kane. Doesn't oh, Kane get injured for like most of the season towards the end? Like, is there a yeah. point? <laughs> the, the problem with Harry Kane right now is that he he has like he has a, like a very obvious decline since uh, 
at least a season or two ago. Because like ever since he got injured and like he got kept coming back. Uh, ever since he didn't pass the Sterling. Ever since he didn't pass the Sterling, <laughs> he's he's had a a very obvious decline. So I think like even Spurs are trying to like. Uh, I mean, do you think that's options. a problem in general with like? Big forward players at Spurs. I mean, look at Bale. I mean, I know he went to Madrid. Oh, and he didn't do this stuff <laughs> like that. But it's just like I feel like uh, when you have this, I, it's, it's, it's like something that... for players. I think personally, because like even Berbatov, like you know, he went to United. He did good, and then after that, it was like you know for like a year or two, and then it just went like that. Yeah, he got he got injured. I think um, it's it, 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 it's to do with. Guys, Miro has spoken a word. I'd like Miro to give his opinion. Yeah. <laughs> He's quite opinionated on chat. Do you think the Premier League season should continue after this? Definitely. No, uh, no I think it should be cancelled. No. No, no. <laughs> like, leave, Those are leave Liverpool aside. Like, leave Liverpool aside. Like, I don't, honestly, at this point, I don't care if they win it or not. I don't. But it's really? just like... No, I like at this point it's just like whatever, like you know, like it's like such a sad way to win, to be honest. Like you know, that's just gonna be held over their head, so it doesn't matter if they win. But but the thing is, like somebody brought this up, like it was a good point. The fact is, like part of having like a match even behind closed doors is you need to have like an ambulance and like medical teams and stuff like that on like the grounds, on like you know, in the stadium. So if you're in the middle of like a pandemic and like you know there's people like elderly people and like you know everyone's like dying around you or getting infected and things like that and the energy is already overburdened are you really going to take like ambulances away from like and like medical staff away from you know vital and and, like there's like 300 or to 500 people. Well, I wouldn't say 500, but three, at least only 300 people who are going to be working on the day inside the stadium. Yeah. Because if you count like media, if you count sports uh, teams, unless they have like actual restrictions to, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And if, and unless they actually have like restrictions to like how many uh, people they can bring in into the stadium at one time, uh, excluding the players, obviously. So, no, and also, um, it depends on the government as well, right? Yeah. yeah, that's the most important thing, I guess. Whether would they allow it even under under closed doors? Yeah, I, I think there are few uh, restrictions, few like categories where you can conduct something. So if it fits under that, that that's what the Premier League is trying to do. They're trying to yeah. fit it in. So no matter what, even a bit of uh, room, they're gonna be like the season and finish it off. But um, practically, it's not viable. I would say to continue the season, it, it'll put people in harm. Right. Is that fair for like smaller clubs though? Because you know they rely on ticket sales and things like no, that. So you're playing yeah, this so, match um, behind closed doors. Right now, you can't really talk about fair and unfair because this affects everyone the same in terms of health. Right? Bigger clubs, bigger clubs and can show all... they're better because they have like large scales of investment. Like when you yeah, go on yeah. to the bottom half of the table, show they have yeah, some investment, yeah. but a lot of their proportion of income is like ticket sales and things like that. So they don't really get much revenue from like, you know, sponsorships and no, things like that or like, like shirt like, sales and things like the that. Thing is so like, when you're they're home. already they're already losing money and they're operating at a loss at the moment anyway yeah. because they're losing T V rights and like they're mm. losing well, they're not showing the games anyway. So they're not gonna get the money for that. So anywhere they're operating at a loss, any club, 
uh, at the moment. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, well, when is it scheduled for? June 18th or something, right? Or June 9th, I think they were looking at, June but 9th. like that Gary okay. Devil tweet said like, no club is putting their name behind it. Like nobody's committing to it because they don't yeah. want to be the ones to. Yeah, so yeah. stuff like that. It, it, I don't think it's it's going to be confirmed, but then like, I think everyone's waiting for like stuff to die down and like, I don't th think it's it's probably so not going to die down because like the health minister UK is not meeting targets. He was supposed to be testing like a hundred thousand yeah. people a day, and I think about two days ago they were testing like twenty nine thousand people a day, and they're just not achieving targets. And and if you look at statistics on the internet too, it's just like you. I don't think the UK has posted a recovery rate yet. They have they haven't been like updating that it's just very ambiguous at the moment and it could just balloon yeah right now it's, so i don't think june 9th is very realistic especially no, exactly, when you have yeah. so many right. players coming from like different parts of the country too they're like you know i don't know where each player lives or whatever but i'm assuming they're in like different places right now so you don't know what's like the contact spread etc so it's kind of hard to police like for 14 days where people are and start a game because you have to Unless you isolate all like twenty teams in like a little bubble somewhere, which is obviously unrealistic. Mm. Yeah, James, what were you saying? Yeah. Guys, I'm going to ask you all uh, on the hypothetical in the hypothetical situation that every league is cancelled. Okay, so I'm going to ask you all whether you think the league will be declared null, like whether like it will just be cancelled or whether you think it will be awarded to the team in first okay yeah and uh, whether you think it should be and what do you think it will happen okay so in terms of in terms of the uh, french league that's already been decided as far as i know uh, psg has won the title okay yeah Right, right now, uh, they're like Olympic Lyon and most of the clubs at the bottom are suing, trying to sue the company. And like, Bean uh, Sports are like, uh, have problems. They're not paying their TV rights, the, the money that was actually going to go to for the rest of the season to uh, the actual uh, league. So there's so many complications with yeah, that as well. So right. you have fun. like these so many things. So uh, yeah. because it doesn't affect just the winners. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much the lower clubs as well that will get relegated. I mean, you look on it, it's going to affect the teams that were going to get promoted, the teams that were going to get bit by bit. So, but uh, anyway, hasn't like in the Premier, not Premier League, as in like the English leagues, hasn't like every league below a certain level, I forget what it is, has been suspended anyway and just declared void? Isn't that what's happened already? No, no, it's not been declared void. It's, it's not been suspended temporarily. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like, as in, up, up, like, below a certain level, I think below no, a certain below, level, they pretty yeah, much, like, avoided it. Below a certain level, yes, but I don't know what that level begins. It begins yeah, that's what I'm, I think. You, uh, can't afford, you can't afford to take the, prefer, uh, the precautions and you can't afford to have matches. It's, it's about that level. So, so, in the case of the Premier League, uh, we're going to go one by one. Good enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you think should happen for the Premier League? In terms of the Premier League, um, as a United fan, I would say make it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, no, I think you should, regardless, because everyone's saying in terms of next season, 
for next season and like because of next season we can't like postpone it but like to hell with that right because like why don't we finish this season after a good gap like maybe good even like oh, yeah i'm saying i'm, I'm saying, saying like, if it's cancelled not whether it should be cancelled i'm saying oh, okay yeah sure enough do you think they should uh, crown whoever's first as first or or just make it null and void um okay. i think i think liverpool do deserve to the title so like uh, they should be crowned but then like there are obvious complications with who should be promoted and who gets champions league because the champions league has come out and said uh, we won't be putting a draw for next season if there aren't people who have been confirmed as uh, being qualified for the next season so you have those and then you have the teams coming from this the second league to the top league who are like that's a huge boost of money to them as well so they're losing all that money uh so yeah that's that's the i so, don't think uh, a cancellation yes no? will be the best you think it should be null void yes or no <laughs> um i think no yeah no not not null and void in other words no what do you think will happen um i think i feel I like liverpool as much win. as i want klopp to get the trophy there are a lot of complications that come with it so it'll be a very selfish decision for liverpool to get it because only the french league so far that awarded the trophy to a team yeah. um yeah. once you do award the trophy to a team like durno said league 2 league 1 uh, league 1 gets about 160 yeah, million yeah. when they get promoted so yeah. so for league 1 won't get that and for liverpool to win the trophy seems a little selfish so as much as i want to say klopp as a fan of klopp i want him to win it but i don't think they should shamhan yes or no is there a possibility have it null and void but and crown liverpool champion you can have everything shamhan other things are i know so in terms of that yes like uh, adil said uh, looking at all the consequences it would be better if it's null and void so that let's say if liverpool part crown champion it would affect the championship places the, the people who are going to get relegated second uh, league two league three league four you know everything is it's a trickle down effect right so to avoid that complication it's better to have the season null and void but at the same time i understand that from a local perspective it's really unfair because they are never going to have a season like this ever probably right so uh in terms of unfair but i would say nalan wide is the most practical um way to go about things without affecting any other aspect of football in terms of league 1 league 2 league 3 and all those things right uh got it nalan wide nalan wide or uh i mean i'm trying to be as unbiased as possible I'm just saying for yes or no questions, you guys talk a lot more. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. I would say as unfair as it is, they are null and void because of the potential ramifications. Yeah. Okay. So, Mir, what do you think? <laughs> I, uh, I don't think it should be null and void. I think it should be a world title. Uh, I mean, no one can catch them. Not even like not a question anymore. The only problem being uh, the relegation teams and the Champions League, but I think the first place when it comes to first place, Liverpool are 
fight for the winner already so i mean don't ever team adopts as in each league adopts like you know psg is just like yeah okay we like you are the winners but then like ix is like denied like it's voided so like if each individual like league has its own like strategies and that like If Champions League doesn't happen for one season, then I would say Liverpool winning is fine. Yeah, that's true. I don't think. I can say work on that. What I what I would say is what I would say is okay. From Arsenal's perspective, for any of the teams to get relegated at this stage, because firstly relegation like the battle is still on. Okay, I also don't think it's fair for the teams who are going to get promoted. I think um, I I put Liverpool completely aside because. Liverpool, they might win the trophy, like, like for their history, for everything, it's great. But like, it won't financially affect them the way it's going to affect a lot of other clubs. And I think for that reason, like, it should be made null and void, and uh, the prize, the winning money, like, it's not going to go a long way. But like, uh, the money for winning, the money for winning second place, like. Maybe the top three positions, something like that, whatever they pay for, should be spent on supporting like the lower leagues as much as you can to help them. But I don't know how practical that is. I don't know how much yeah. the uh, need is for them. But from a bias perspective, from a bias perspective, okay, I am happy. I just want like. Liverpool, even if they win the league, this can never be counted as a league win for them. Okay, because whenever they show us this, look, we won the league. I don't I know. I wish we had a. I wish we had a Liverpool like, fan. Remember when Jesse? I know it would be so much fun if we had Liverpool fans. Uh, Bro, the, the Liverpool fans on a group are useless. So no point. <laughs> Bro, Mew, Mew, can you convert? Can you speak? <laughs> yeah, for now. Convert a Liverpool fan, bro. I hate him more than he feels like no. I'm very much his fan. No, I actually like Liverpool, man. I'm really happy. Yeah, he uh, he likes Liverpool, right? Yeah. That's why. Bro, I don't know about you, but. No, I mean, see, I like Klopp. I feel like Mumu has the the exact opposite of every team I like. Like whatever team I like, he'll hate, and whatever team I hate, he'll like. I feel like that's just the way it is. Let's go. Don't. Cardi and I agree on it. You don't like it. Don't adjust this. I think when it, like, when it comes to uh, the Dutch League, I think it's a point table in the Dutch League. And uh, with Ajax and Alkmaar, the, the gap is 0 points. 56 points each. So yeah. in that sense, I think it makes sense that uh, it's not in void. So because you can't exactly pick a winner out of the two. But when it no. came to the uh, League One, obviously um, PSG is leading by like what 12 points. So I mean, it's obvious that they are going to end up in the league. But when it comes no, to uh, La Liga, Liga, have a good it's chance. Not obvious, not obvious, because but my, my point, when you think of it, this is like the crucial, this is like the crucial period, right? Where if you're going to choke, you choke in this time and you give up the trophy, okay? But do you think like the, PSG would choke? The, no. the, 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 the I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying. In the Premier League, okay, with for Liverpool, with so much pressure on them, okay, having already choked before, like the biggest legend of their club, slipped and lost the league for them. 
Okay. Yeah, but that was a five point gap game. Like three games. This is like what twenty six points or something, right? It's like nine yeah, games to go. Then it's points on Benny his, so, and his name goes like okay. It's also La Liga. It doesn't have a See, uh, during the Classico, uh, after the Classico, we were leading by one point. But then we lost the next game, and then Yal won the next game, and then again, two points, we are leading. Right? So, I don't think that La Liga should be like... So, I don't think that you should be like, yeah. you win know, based on the current. I think, no, I think La Liga should yeah. be null and void. I really, so, I really think... I think something that can be done for the Premier League is... La Liga, Pirita, Bolivia, for me, because you can't exactly be real winner there. Right? The gap is just too small. But when it comes to the Premier League, dude, like Liverpool is like it's around here, while all the other clubs are like, Bro, it's like, like oh, here. Premier so, League, like, it's a lose-lose situation. They're going to try and finish the club. They're going to try and finish the season, no matter what. Like yeah. even if they postpone next year, they're going to try and finish it because yeah, I think that's they'll probably the best go for a pre-season loss. They might even cancel Christmas next. Okay, like, if you try to finish the season, if you Try to finish the season. Think of this: these players haven't been like you know match fit for months now. It's been like two months, and then this yeah. league is allegedly like you know starting on June 9th or whatever. How are they going to get match fit? How are you going to get that? I mean, I'm sure like they're not like it's mid season. Yeah, but I don't think they will jump right into playing. They're going to have a grace period of like one or two weeks. Also, there's been this. Uh, so there's been this start training, and they're going to put them in. Like they said, yeah, isn't yeah, like yeah. August thirty? What was like the cutoff date for this season, right? Like the absolute cutoff date? There's um, no cutoff. No, they. Um, I think like that was. I think August that was postponed as well. I think that was like so, uh, made. So the, the, problem is, the problem is more for the teams in relegation zones yeah, than for the teams who are clearly winning, because to relegate them, unless unless you you just crown winners and you don't do relegation and promotion. Which is like so unfair. But, but then look at it. Leeds, Leeds are on top of the table as well. Yeah. yeah that's what I meant. Like right? coming back on the What Leeds think happened there? I think you're going to have to promote somebody from a lower league and demote somebody from a higher league. If you, if if you uh, promote people from the league, okay, like second division. To the Premier League, and you and three teams get dedicated or whatever from the Premier League, okay? Then you have to continue. Otherwise, they're gonna have to decide a cutoff. Like maybe yeah. at three, that's where you stop relegation, and that's where you, and you don't have promotion for League Four. You're gonna have to have a cutoff where the teams can't continue the season, where the teams can't financially continue the season, and that might like impact those clubs so bad. So. They so might have to do that. Like, League promote and relegate. 
Yeah, no, there's been talk of like having a 23 team yeah. season next season. So, like, get everyone on top and have no people being relegated. Well, like, uh, so, original, like, 22 teams, like, at the beginning. Okay. But the possibility yeah. problem for that is going to be like the extra matches. The extra mm, the pictures, like how you're gonna fit that in, yeah. and like, yeah, like FA Cup, yeah, with FA Cup, especially like look, look what happened with FA Cup this season with Liverpool, yeah. So now imagine yeah. three more teams, so yeah, exactly. So it, it, it's 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 yeah, it's a lot of um, like, yeah. I think the yeah, the best option right now would be to uh, wait till. Everything step if it takes like at least to the end of the year, I think they'll have to wait, keep people in isolation, and then eventually start the season again and then finish it off. And then okay, if it affects the next the 20, season, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2021 season, so, those are all like, how, comes, how are you going to keep bleeding into? Seasons. I mean, the Euros are happening too. You can't. Yeah. So ev- everything gets postponed. That, that's the whole point, right? Like the Euros are postponed to like when June. So like, take yeah. Then you, then you, until the end of December, when like yeah. this, like the next season is supposed to start like end of August. But so yeah. when does the next season start and when does it end? And then what are the repercussions for the other seasons? No, no. probably be. Yeah, there's gonna be a ripple, there's gonna be a ripple effect anyway for anything. Like well, if, if it's, years, so how many years are you gonna continue the cycle? I don't know. It, 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 we might even like face a face of the future where like the Premier League doesn't start in August. So yeah, so you like very yeah. And then I mean the whole point is like because of the summer break and the winter break, yeah. right? So it, it revolves around that. So Actually, what will happen is Yeah, so something might happen. Like they, they we might face a season where players I mean, what we know is the it's gonna be the same. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Moving forward, so we have what? To what, what they what they could do is they could do like playing with twenty three teams and uh, not relegating anyone. And next season, they could have like relegation. relegation. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. So that's what they're gonna do. Like that's wow. what the, the proposal was. Oh, yeah. When I meant, imagine yeah. Oh, wow. so imagine six imagine teams getting relegated. You <laughs> three teams and they fight for relegation. Yeah. yeah. At least two of the teams, like they don't just go down easily. So they, they go crazy, right? So they, anyone who plays, that's case. They could have one, uh, seventeen teams. No, so every he said you don't delegate any team, okay? You just promote every winner. Okay. And then next season there's a so relegation battle for sixteen. So the next season you have six teams to get relegated. So in that case, having six teams, okay? That that's twelve fixtures per team, okay? So you get at least a bunch of them towards the end of the season, right? So imagine the title race for the next season. <laughs> Because you'll be playing and be so hectic. Several pictures oh, of seven teams, and they're going to be like, you don't want to fucking go down. Yeah. It's going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, they'll probably do playoffs at that point, I think. Even if they don't do the the 23 team league, they. It, you're saying, you're saying the three teams from the relegation and playoffs, like the relegation spots, or playoffs for the top three no, spots. I think he means 
But isn't it like usually in um like say the the championship like the top team gets automatic promotion and then below that it's just like playoffs yeah, isn't that exactly. how it works? Yeah, yeah. So that is like that happened as well in if to decide who gets into the Champions League or like. Okay, so you're saying the would win it in this instance and then oh, okay okay for the top spots okay. mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh, relegation will will just that will also probably be the same right like how the bundesliga does uh, relegation with the playoffs at the end they have but they have a, a bigger uh, number of teams i think uh, not not for sure but yeah that's how it goes Also, the Bundesliga started to start on May 9th. How unrealistic is that? But yeah. uh, I think FC FC Cologne yeah. test three players yeah, tested positive. So yeah, yeah. there are just too many differentials with like this. There are like so many ways you can get infected. You can't live in a bubble if you're going from like you know your house to like the stadium. You're not like there's only so much you can do with like asymptomatic people. Like you never know unless yeah. you keep constantly testing and testing and testing. It's just like There are just a lot of variables that are like kind of hard to. Miru, are you there? He's there. Yeah, he's there. Miru is going to bash Cardi in chat. Yeah. Better sleep and woke up like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I haven't been like. How much? Long. How much? How much content do we have now? Yeah. <laughs> Salon Pass Total Football